This fresh from Florida 250 betting picks edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play Underdog Pick'em for a chance to win 100x. Promo code SGPN at underdogfantasy.com for a 100% deposit match. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today we're also brought to you by us <laughs> enter our free daytona 500 contest for a chance to win 100 cash and a 100 sgpn gift card at sports podcast.com slash daytona drivers start your in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. Cars on the track. NASCAR is back. Thank you, Kyle. It is, of course, the NASCAR Gambling yes. Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez. Cody, my friend, we just witnessed the first qualifying of the season. How excited are you? Cars on the track. Trucks on the tr- trucks on the track right now actually practicing. Oh, I love it. It's so much fun. Yes, we had a qualifying last night, of course. Single car qualifying. That was pretty exciting. A couple guys uh, locked themselves onto the front row. A couple guys locked themselves into the big show. <laughs> Old-fashioned football checking in. Jack Wood time. I sent uh, Justin a screenshot last night. I was uh, researching, you know, the picks for the show, and I was looking at Jack Wood for a minute. Uh, no Jack Wood picks made the made the episode. Unfortunately, sorry, Justin, you have to come up with your own Jack Wood plays. But uh, yeah, no, oh, I'm so excited. It's great to see cars back on the track. We have racing tonight, the duels, right? Two fifty lap races that will set the lineup for Sunday's five hundred. So uh, that's exciting. There's lines out there. Um, I've shared a couple of picks in the Discord, so make sure you're over there. I, I suppose I could share those on here too, but I'm just going to take a couple of winners, uh, Rod. I'm going with Chris Busher plus 850 over on Caesars, and Kyle Busch plus uh, 600 over on Caesars to win their respective dual races. And uh, I dropped a DFS contest for each duel in the uh, in the Discord as well. If you're uh, you know, a little five dollar fun one, I was surprised a lot of people actually jumped into it already. So. We got we got the true DGens out here to to play DFS on the dual races. I, I you know gotta love it too, and and get in on the Discord. I mean, if you're watching on YouTube, you could definitely find the link down there in our description. And of course, if you're listening on the podcast, sg.pn/discord. Very easy to remember, sg.pn/discord. Lots of stuff going on. Oh my god, I 
I, I apologize to everybody out there. I know Cody. Cody's the guy. Cody's the face. Cody's been the face. That's the reason why I found Cody was because he was the guy in the chat. I was, all right, I was already the loud mouth. Literally <laughs> already the guy that was the loud mouth in there. I picked the loudest voice in the room and brought him into the onto the stage. But uh, no, honestly, and I, I apologize for not being as active as I should be. Um, but of course, you know, there's a lot going on uh, on the back end of this, and so. Thank God for Cody, who's picking up the slack in that Discord. Oh, can I say Slack and Discord at the same time? <laughs> yeah, we started out on Slack. We're on Discord now. It's the same, same difference, right? No, it's a lot of fun. We There's a lot of good conversations going on over there. A lot of people discussing bets and, and picks and everything. Uh, so love to see it always. Cheers, Dos Flacos, in the, in the chat, watching the trucks as well. Nick Fortune, proud of himself for listening to our sh live show three days in a row. We're proud of you as well. We got to get you. like a sticker, a, a, a badge of some kind for folks that are making uh, a sticker. Rod. Oh, oh, oh. stickers, right? Let's go. I'll leave an Apple podcast review. Take a screenshot. Send it to me. I'll send you a sticker free of charge. Uh, go do that because, yeah, we need to keep drumming those up. And I want to send out these pretty sweet looking little stickers. I got. I love it. I love it. Uh, all right. So we talked about it. The fact that uh, this is the truck episode, of course. But last night we can't can't ignore the fact that the cup guys uh, did their qualifying session just like Cody said? Their single qualifying session. Can I say it? Can I? Can I say it? Can I say even year Joey Logano was back, putting himself on the pole of the 500 and breaking the long-standing tradition of Hendrick cars on the pole for the Daytona 500. Uh, tell you what, man, it's that's awesome. <laughs> Rod, right? When was when was the last time somebody won the Daytona 500 from the pole? Uh, well, uh, it's been spoiler a alert. It was a long time. I don't remember when it was, but it was not any time recently. So, uh, I don't, I don't want to jinx your pick, but, uh, maybe it is even your Joey. We'll see. Uh, Jack in the chat. You think the 500 is going to get in on Sunday? We were just talking about that before the show. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> uh, you know, do your Florida, Florida weather. Dances. I mean, yeah. Weather in general is unpredictable. Florida weather, maybe even more so unpredictable. Who knows? Right. It doesn't look good. Uh, you know, we'll say that, of course. Um, Saturday, we could have some issues with Xfinity as well. So we'll see. Hopefully, maybe they'll get a window and get it in. I think there is some potential that it could be shortened, right? They could be racing the rain. We know on these super speedway races, when they're racing the rain, it gets intense. The wrecks vamp up. The racing vamps up. That could cause for even more chaos. Um, so... It's it's just it's going to be interesting because you could bet that way thinking that and then they don't delay it and they race a full race on Monday and it's totally different and calmer because they were always calm on Mondays. Who knows? But uh, we'll see. Isn't that weird? Justin, Isn't that weird though? How how like it can just pour all weekend long and then all of a sudden Monday is just this beautiful day. Like yeah. what? Well, it's Where like every week NASCAR somewhere like rain on Sunday always and then Monday is just like the perfect day. No big deal. Just go out for your Sunday drive on Monday instead. It's it's whatever. Weather gods, they hate it. What? Okay, Justin talking about me not loving you guys as much. Nah, I love everybody equally. Rod's just a busy man. Uh, and Justin says uh, Logano win would be perfect. I know he bet Joey to win the 500 like three weeks ago. So see, see, and all of a sudden he's the fastest. As early guy. on him. Uh, and then another guy on the front row that drives a front row car. That's Michael McDowell. What a what a run that dude had. Oh my god, he. Well, and I mean the the new dark horse, right? Mm -hmm. The dark horse Mustang is the new Ford car. Uh, and they looked fast. Um, so, well, I again, it's really tough to tell. That that doesn't mean anything for the race, really. It, we're going to learn more tonight in the dual races about how these cars will race. You know, if Ford has an advantage, if Toyota has an advantage, Toyota was the opposite, right? I think 22nd was their fastest car. Mm -hmm. 
out of the eight of them or nine of them that qualified, Eric Johns. not good in any way, shape, or form. They were very bad. But does that mean they focused more on being able to draft, being able to push because the Toyotas were the ones that were struggling before, right? So uh, I think that that possibly they, they could just be better in the race. I think we'll learn some of that tonight as well, too. Um, and then as far as uh, well, let's talk about uh, let's talk about Michael McDowell since you brought up Michael McDowell on front row. They have front row announced today an extension with Ford and an alliance with Team Penske. Um, as Bob Pocker says, this deal was done before the front row was set yesterday with a Penske and a and a front row car, of course. But the Ford has increased Penske, uh, front row to a tier one program. They'll collaborate with Penske on engineering, aerodynamics, race setup, strategy, pit crew development, and other projects. Um, there was also a story that came out that Stuart Haas has tried the last two seasons to hire Michael McDowell away from front row. And McDowell has said no and has decided to stay at front row because he believes what they're doing. Um, obviously, he got his big day 2500 win with them. Front row won more races than SHR did last year. Let that sink in real quick, right? McDowell won a race. SHR did not win any, even with Kevin Harvick still behind the wheel. So interesting there, but this will be interesting. You know, again, these first two weeks, super speedways, whatever, you're not really going to tell much. But as we get to Las Vegas in three weeks and as we get into the season, how much will they be stepped up, right? Is it going to be a Wood Brothers thing where, yeah, they're a little better, but they're just another, you know. But I don't think Wood Brothers is a tier one team, even though they're aligned with Penn. I mean, I don't really understand that because they're basically a Penske car that could have something to do with the driver. But uh, it is going to be interesting as the season goes along to see how those two those two front row Fords look and if you can really tell that they've stepped up their game a lot because already with the next gen car over the last couple of seasons they've already looked better and they've already been more impressive so uh, it'll be interesting to see what that partnership does and and Ford sliding them up into a tier one team uh, and program how, how that goes. Hey, but good on them too. It just goes to show that if you put in the work and that if you're continually striving to be a better team overall, people notice that. And it's a good re reward for front row for Michael McDowell, right? Because we always talk about him in that just sort of like, if, if he had this much better equipment, would we be talking about him more, right? Because he, he pops up in these instances and then sort of disappears again. But He's a good driver, and we but we all know it, and so maybe we get a chance to see more of it this year. Yeah, exactly. I, I think that's a good point, and I think it's important to note, too, Stuart Haas's contract with Ford is up after this year, I think. I'm pretty sure it's after this season. If not, it's next season, but I'm fairly certain their contract with Ford is up after this season. Dan Earnhardt Jr., Chevrolet. Is this a first step for you know them kind of filling in that uh, in that that void that that Stuart Haas could potentially leave at Ford who knows it'll be interesting to keep an eye on that but you know silly season stuff starting already <laughs> we're not even to the first race of the year oh that's some beautiful stuff uh, speaking of the first race of the year we got a contest for you regarding the Daytona 500 you can rev up those engines because we are about to give you all the fun that you can possibly have all you got to do to win this contest is pick the winner of the Daytona 500 plus. Uh, you've got to subscribe to us on YouTube. Take a screenshot of that. Submit it on the form at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Daytona. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Daytona. Do all the stuff the forms ask you to do. We'll pick that winner, and the grand prize winner is going to get a $100 cash prize and $100 SGPN merch store uh, gift card that you can use for all of your favorite ra racing 
Now I was going to say NASCAR gambling, but we don't have the racing gambling podcast apparel and uh, and all that good swag that you want. So make sure you get in on that. Again, it's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Daytona. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Daytona. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long or drive along with your favorite drivers all season long. NBA, NHL, college basketball, and NASCAR of all series, F1. Simply pick higher or lower or better or worse on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. You can win 100x with some spicy plays. You want all of our spicy plays? Go back a couple of days, listen to our Underdog Fantasy episode 4, the Daytona 500. We give you plenty of stuff to pick from and fill out your underdog fantasy lineup. Watch along, make your picks, maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com, when you sign up with the promo code SGPN. Underdog's going to double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code RACE. SGPN and make sure you use that race SGPN promo code because if you do and we win the bounty that has gotten put on this we're going to hook you guys up there's some swag in that for you there's some accolades and there's some we love you's coming if that is the case so make sure you use that promo code race SGPN when you sign up for your underdog fantasy account I would give them uh, all of my love but i Pretty much have been told lately that that's not enough. So uh, we're just, I, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just, it was in the Valentine's chat. Day yesterday. Jeez. Here well, we so, you know, look at, uh, hold on. Let's get caught up on the chat here. Chris yes, says he's just here for the SVG love from Cody. That- hey, look, I want to, I want to mention, uh, you know, our, our friends over at cut, we got him talked into putting some NASCAR stuff up. There's a few things up over there. SVG. Uh, to win one and a half races in Xfinity Series is one of the options. Ooh. Of course, I took the under. Of course. You'd like to play directly against me. Um, there's multiple things. I, I posted them all on Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but yeah, there's like four different things they've got up so far for us. Uh, I took a side on all four of them. So come take the other side against me. And uh, if you got any other suggestions, we'll get it up there. I think that'll be be a fun way to go through the season. I'm going to love that. I'll even jump into those uh, for sure. Uh, Ty Tiger in the house. We live. Hey, guys. Can't wait for anything going on this weekend or possibly Monday, depending on what's that. Well, it's still the weekend, right? It's a long weekend, right? President's a, Day weekend. President's Day, yeah. yeah. So long weekend for some people. Some Walter, people start to work, like myself. But <laughs> yeah, Well, uh, me too. Walter in the chat. Walter, hey, Walter. listen. Love your, uh, love your profile pic change. Yeah, Walter's got the nice profile change. Got everything. Love it. I got... Your stickers in the mail tomorrow. Well, probably tonight, hopefully, or tomorrow. Walter uh, got his nice review he left for us, so we appreciate that. Uh, Nick Fortune wants to know what uh, Nintendo game was more difficult to play: Days of Thunder or Bill Elliott? Uh, I, I think I was too young to have a Nintendo. I was a PlayStation era kid, so I did not play either of these games, unfortunately. Sadly, I was more of the football slash Mario uh, in that one, so I, I didn't play either one of those games either. So. Uh, Rod must have had a rough feed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rod, yeah, geez. <laughs> we'll save that story for later. Uh, and Dos Flacos, let me know when you want the Majeski action. Yes, hit me up, Dos Flacos. Uh, send, me a, send me a DM over on Discord. I know we've talked before. Uh, let me know what you're thinking for his season-long number, and I will, uh, I'll take the opposite end of you, and we'll get that set up over there because, uh, yeah, I'm uh, all in on the Majeski unders. Love it. Uh, all right. So again, as we said, it's Daytona, and this this race is yeah, probably going to be the one race one that they get thing, in. Uh, yes, we do. Uh, we're going to talk uh, one more, one well, more, real quick about the weather. This may be the only race that gets in. So make sure you get these oh, yeah. bets in. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, one more potentially, thing. this is the only one that looks really good. So uh, 
hopefully this one will go off with without a hitch. Um, I did want to mention too, just real quick, as far as the Daytona 500 and the duels go, uh, David Reagan locked himself in, and um, Anthony Alfredo locked himself in yesterday on qualifying times. So those guys are locked into the Daytona 500. Doesn't matter what they do tonight uh, in the duels. And then just a reminder, Logano, I'd be careful betting him in the duel because he's locked onto the pole. So what we've seen a lot of times is they'll take the green flag and basically just drop to the bottom, drop to the back, stay out of trouble because he doesn't want to hurt that car. Some of these guys will race for it. That's a little scary. I would not suggest that. And then same thing in the second duel with McDowell. I would avoid betting on those guys because you don't know what they're going to do. I would, I would probably not play them in your DFS because the smart move would be for them to just pull up and get out of the way. Um, and then as, so as far as the open cars go, um, dual one, which will start at four fifteen my time. So a couple more yes. hours. So yeah, four fifteen Pacific time. We'll have JJ Yaley and Jimmy Johnson in it. Um, basically whichever one of those guys finishes better. Well, it's a weird, it's a weird formula, but those two guys are racing in that race, uh, for one of the spots. And then the other race will feature Kaz Grawla, who had some issues in uh, qualifying, didn't even get a lap in uh, because they had some issues there. And BJ McLeod um, will be the other open car. They'll be racing against each other in the other duel. Um, so, yeah, just keep an eye on on those things and see who uh, who gets into the 500, of course. Well, it's going to be Jimmy. So let's just go ahead and, and block that one out right there. Jimmy, Jimmy's making it. I, I, I have Jimmy's got huh, It was so sad when he didn't lock in yesterday. I was like... You really, I was glad David Reagan locked in. Of course, I got some bets already locked in on him, so that was nice. Uh, but wanted to see Jimmy get in, of course. I think hopefully, uh, I mean, really, th- let's be honest, as long as there's not an incident or or mechanical problem, Jimmy should get in, Grawla should get in, and they've got the much better cars than Yaley does, than BJ does. But we saw it last year, anything can happen. You know, Connor Daly made it with a go-kart basically out there last year. Uh, because other people had some issues. So, no Slacko's talking out, t- tossing out Herps to win duel number two plus 2,500. I don't hate it. Uh, obviously, I picked him to win both races, Xfinity and Cup Series this weekend. So, uh, could could be the case. That would be a good uh, <clears throat> good start for him. Boy, pardon me. I'll drop up on the throat. <laughs> the weather changes around here, and all my my throat just gets all congested. Oh, uh, yeah. It went from 71 to 69 for nice for Rod and the. Boy, it's rough over there. I, I'm just saying, when you walk out and you can not see your breath, I mean, when you can see your breath, that's 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 when it's tough out here. But, uh, yeah. All, all right, listen, we got some bets to set up for you for this truck race. A lot of fun to be had. But first, let's tell you about Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NBA season with Hall of Fame bets. The sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NBA and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea in a Hall of Fame bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool. You're going to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay sort all players by hit rates to learn which bet has value and which players are hot stop betting in the dark join over 30,000 users researching with hall of fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays download the hall of fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code sgpn to get 50 percent off of your first month today start researching start winning with hall of fame bets all right, Cody. Of course, it is as we talked about the uh, fresh from Florida two fifty. 
this is a brand new sponsor for this. It was not fresh from Florida last year. So, uh, you know, this is one of those races where they got to continually find sponsors for it, which is weird. It's Daytona, but whatever. 100 laps around this 2.5-mile paved super speedway track. Not a lot of laps. It's going to count off really fast. And uh, there's going to be a lot of excitement in this one because, as we know, trucks generally supply us the most chaotic of races uh and when you put these guys in a tiny tiny pack uh they definitely are going to spin around and uh and lots of stuff happening so yeah i mean we're going to place our bets accordingly but there's a lot of new folks in new rides there's a lot of new faces to the series altogether so this should be a hell of a race yeah it should be nick i love the truck series as do we i mean it's really it's one of my favorite series of of all three like we get some of the best racing from the truck series. Rod, there's 38 entries for 36 spots in the truck race. So two drivers will not make the race. Uh, going through some notable drivers, Tony Bredinger, she's going to be in the number one truck. That's the the Tricon All-Star race, you could say. Uh, Corey LaJoy, uh, I think I've think I've heard Ooh. of him before. We might uh, might be bringing this back out, talking about him in a few minutes. Uh, he's going to be in the number seven Spire truck. Uh, let's see, kind of going through here. Um, Johnny Sauter is going to be in the number 45 truck. That's, uh, of course, he's a former champion. Um, really, I think those are the only notable, not, you know, regular in their new cars. Um, so, or new trucks, rather. But again, two drivers will not make it. Um, of course, I believe is qualifying tonight for the truck series. Uh, it actually, it, let's tomorrow. see, uh, no, I'm looking at the Daytona schedule right now and it is, uh, truck qualifying is tomorrow. Yep. Tomorrow afternoon. Yep. So they'll qualify basically right before the race. So, um, yeah. Uh, right. just real quick, into this? I want to yeah. say hello to Ash from oh, England. Ash, what's up, buddy? Missed last night's show. That's right. Go back, watch it, listen yeah, to it. That's go back. Right. It's, it's, it's there for you. Uh, quick question regarding the Xfinity race over here. Patrick Emerling is 125 to one for the Xfinity race, but seeing uh, 365 at 1600, well, that's a pretty huge. Whoa, that's a big difference. <laughs> I'm guessing that's a missed price on 365's price. He should not be 16 to one. Not even a little. I don't even think I would bet him at 125 to one. No, so. no not to win uh, the race. For yeah, sure. I'm guessing that's they. They might have just missed a number on. He might have been supposed to be, you know, 16. 16. 160 uh, to one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, who knows? We'll see. But okay, Rod, fantasy league. We are doing oh, yes. a fantasy league challenge uh, with our buddies from the NASCAR betting preview show, uh, Derek Yoder, of course, and Phil uh, from Full Tank with Phil. They have got their truck series show they do every week as well. I believe, Rod, we're the only two shows uh, that talk about betting on the truck series regularly that I know of, anyways. Um, and so we decided to, to join together. Well, Phil brought this up, but we went with it, of course. We're doing a, a fantasy league over on the driver group game. Um, it's a free league, so if you want to join and compete against us, you can. They're going to be talking every week about their entries, put their entry in. We're going to talk every week on our show, put our entry in, and have a nice, friendly competition throughout the season. So I think it'll be a lot of fun. Um, basically, you've got, uh, you have to pick two level A drivers, four level B drivers and two level C drivers each week. And they've got them all in here. You only get nine starts during the reg. I think it's just during the regular season. I should probably double check that, but I believe it's, it's, you know, resets for the playoffs, but nine starts. So can't pick, you know, just the top guys every week, of course. 
you got to spread it out. So, Rod, should we make uh, should we make our picks real quick? Yeah, let's make our picks real quick. So, uh, all right. So we got to pick two A starters. Um, I of course would say we lean towards guys we're not going to pick most other weeks. But you got Ben Rhodes, Chase Purdy, Christian Eckes, Corey Heim, Jake Garcia, Matt Crafton, Nick Sanchez, and Ty Majeski. To any two of those jump off the board to you? Well, I was I already talked about the fact that I think Matt Crafton is a sneaky play in this one, and I don't think and we're going to play him very much. I think either. we play Matt Crafton because we're not going to use him a ton of other places. No, definitely. So, okay, sure. Matt Crafton is for sure one of them that's locked in. I love that. And then, um, how much are we so talking about Chase Purdy? Yeah, I think I think Purdy is the other one because he's another one that undecided, right? Where uh, where he's going to be this season? How things are going to go in that Spire truck? Um, so yeah, I don't know. Ash is, uh, can I enter from England? I think so. Uh, you could try. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that works, but it's, it's a free thing. So I would imagine you'd be able to just go over to driver group game, uh, com. It's that easy. You just type in the truck podcast league. The ID for the league is number two, eight, one, one. I don't think there's a password or anything. If there is hit us up, we'll get that from Phil, but, uh, yeah, it should be, should be that simple to, to jump in and, and compete against us. So, all right, Rod, we need two, uh, four level B drivers, so we got a, a lot here. Brett Holmes is one of the drivers, and I suggest right now, before I read the rest of them, that we take Brett Holmes. Yep, I agree. We'll be talking about him in a minute. Absolutely love him, so we're plugging him in. Uh, Daniel Dye, Dean Thompson, Grant Enfinger, Lawless Allen, Lane Riggs, Matt Mills, Stuart Friesen, both Grays, Timmy Hill, Ty Dillon, and Tyler Ankrum. Timmy Hill is the other one I'm going to suggest right away. Another guy we're going to be talking about tonight. Uh, I love Timmy Hill, especially on super speedways. So I think we plug him in for another one. Put Tanner in there. I'll talk about him in a second. Too. Okay. Tanner Gray is going to be a third one. And, and then who do we Dean, want for the fourth And one? then Dean Thompson, because we're not going to be talking about him much this season at all. Yeah. I, there's a possibility later in the season we could, but I, I agree. I think we can, can use him up now. So, again, in these ones, you kind of want to use your wild cards. You guys are not going to use more on a, on a quote-unquote regular track, regular week. You want to save the Corey Himes of the world for, you know he's going to dominate everywhere else. So uh, even though he might be good here as well, we want to save him for that where there's less less risk of the big one happening. So C drivers, we need two of these guys. Um, Bailey Curry, Brian Duzant, Clay Greenfield, Cody Robaugh, Corey Roper, Jack Wood, Jason White, Johnny Sauter. Roger Carruth, Spencer Boyd, Thad Moffitt, and Tony Bredinger. Oh, shit. That's a very decent list, list of people, though, actually. It, yeah, there's some, especially the Super Speedway guys. Spencer Boyd jumps out to me yeah. right away. He's yeah. a guy I love. You want to toss him in there? Yeah, let's do Spencer Boyd. I feel like okay. we should do Jack Wood just for, uh, <laughs> just for, uh, just for uh, Justin? Justin's sake. Okay, Jack Wood. Justin, you better Justin. still be listening. Just for you, we're going to play Jack Wood. So just to recap, Crafton and Purdy are A drivers. Holmes, Hill, Gray, Thompson for the B, B drivers, and that is Tanner Gray, not Taylor. Saving Taylor for the good races. Yes, we are. Uh, Spencer Boyd, Jack Wood, round out the entry. So I'm going to save that, put that in. Again, drivergroupgame.com. You can jump in there completely free. Uh, you know, Make sure you check out the NASCAR betting preview show. They're going to go. I don't think I've seen their truck episode out just yet, so they'll talk about theirs as well. Probably waiting to hear our picks. For, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know they don't listen to our show before they do theirs because – I do the same thing. I like to listen to do ours before I listen to theirs. And then usually we're on the same shit anyway. So it's great. But check those guys out. And this will be a friendly competition we do each week. And we'll uh, set this lineup each week. Yes, we will. And, and yeah, please listen to them. I mean, Phil and, and Derek, two of the best guys out there in the industry. And 
I mean, Phil, oh man, Phil's in a six season, six years. He's, he's the OG uh, podcast when it comes to NASCAR gambling. So he paved the way for all of us. Love him. Derek, of course, he does so much in the industry too. So love both those guys and uh, happy to have this little challenge with them. Indeed. Cody, are you ready for some picks? Oh, let's fucking go. Let's go. Hit us up. What'd you got first? All right. I'm going to start out with the aforementioned Timmy Hill. Absolutely love, 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 love Timmy Hill when it comes to super speedways, Rod, because he's really good. Looking at his truck series starts, three times he's been so well. I guess I can give you the bets first, right? You want to know what you're betting on. Timmy Hill going to take him top five, 17 to one. Also going to take him to be the top finishing Toyota, 16 to one. Surprise, surprise, right? <laughs> In this series, like the other two, Chevrolet is the dominant. Uh, one and so there is less uh options when it comes to the toyota guys so uh, of course all the odds are down too at the moment so i don't know remember how many drivers there is but uh i know it's not very many toyotas entered in this one as well uh can't pull that up at the moment since they're practicing but jimmy hill in the truck series at daytona three starts 14th 14th and 16th running at the end of all of them nice solid finishes that's what you love to see you go over to talladega a 15th, a 20th, and a 6th place. Again, running at the end of all three starts. Nice, solid finishes. A 6th place finish there. That's a great one. One start at Atlanta in the new package. 8th place finish there. Very, very solid resume for Timmy Hill in these trucks. Again, much like the Ryan Steegs of the world, much like some of these other teams we talk about, um, these guys, the Hill brothers own this team. They own this truck. He knows how much it costs to wreck that thing. They're so smart about it, and this is also their chance to get these solid finishes and, and get those extra paychecks to help the teams keep going. So you go over to the Xfinity Series. Uh, last time he was at Daytona, second place, uh, a third place there as well, has a seventh place also, 12 for 12 in the Xfinity Series at Daytona, running at the end. When it comes to these top bets, you know, top fives, when it comes to the top manufacturer bets, running at the end of these races is one of the most important things because you're there at the end you've got the chance timmy hill is very smart very methodical continues to always be there at the end so love timmy hill uh top five over on caesars 17 to one top toyota 16 to one as well over on caesars seven toyotas by the way uh seven oh. toyota trucks in that one. Oh, eight toyota drivers that's eight either Maybe way I, seven or eight I but that's agree. again to the point of it's a it's a small it's just a large group basically right and you're getting somebody at 16 to one Again, accidents, These we know there's going to be big ones. Happens in the truck series just like these other ones. Three, four, five Toyotas in there. Now he's only got to beat a couple other guys. You can still finish 20th and cash this. But I mean, it's that crazy. So, uh, yeah, love it with, with there being just a limited amount of, of Toyota trucks entered into this race. Indeed. Uh, all right, I'm going to turn my attention to not a Toyota driver. Uh, I'm going to turn my attention to Tyler Ankrum. He is going to be my first bet as a top five truck. Uh, this is at four to one over on Caesars. Tyler Ankrum, as we know now, moving over to that 18 truck, right? The McNally uh, uh, 18 truck, not in his traditional 16 garb, but I still think he is a damn good driver. I think he's going to put a lot of moves on this season. And I think it starts at this race in particular not the greatest of histories 
for Ankrum on this track as a truck driver. He's got four starts, crashed out of three of them. However, he's at least led a lap in every single race that he's been in. Uh, and last year in the Daytona race in the truck series, he went from 27th to 7th, which is uh, a pretty decent tr uh, jump. And in those first two races, he was in the 26th truck for Gallagher. And then, of course, the last two seasons, uh, he was in that Hattori 16 truck. So, now he's moving into some uh, championship-level equipment, right? We're talking about the guys that are surrounding him as well in that same equipment where we talk Christian Eckes, who we know is a championship-caliber driver uh, and, and is going to be able to make that truck into at least a playoff contender. So if he's in that same equipment, I think he's just about as talented as everybody else in that field. So a, a couple of more positions up for him from what he finished last year in this race is not out of their own possibility. And of course, we talk about, you know, some of the guys that won't be in this race this year, right? The Carson Hosevars of the world, the Zane Smiths of the world. You take those guys out and that's a little less competition at the front for some of, of these younger drivers that have been kind of waiting for these guys to move on and, and to go away, right? So I think a guy like Tyler Ankrum is going to benefit from that. And like I said, a top five at four to one, I, I love the number and I love the possibility of it. Yeah, I like it too. And and top fives are going to be probably, uh, I think a majority of, of the bets we're finding in the truck series. Again, a little bit more limited in the truck series. They don't offer the top tens, which sucks. There's a lot of value in just taking bigger numbers on these top fives. And we've seen how crazy these truck races. You know, we talked yesterday with the Xfinity series, usually a lot more chalk towards the front of that. The truck series is the opposite. This is the one where there really is some wild cards. You get a lot of different winners over the years at some of these races. Um, and, you know, there's the Zane Smiths and stuff that come in and, and win three, four Daytona races in a row. You get that too. But finishing in the top five, getting good runs, you see from a lot of these these veteran guys, these these guys who only run these types of races or own these cars because they're so good at navigating it. Uh, when you got a lot of younger kids, a lot of pay-to-play guys in this series getting in these wrecks, taking people out, uh, helps these some of these these ones you can highlight get into these top spots. So uh, that is definitely the area we're targeting. But I do like the anchor play. Well, and look back at the the winners, the past winners from this this track, and that Zane Smith has won the last two in 2023 and 2022. Ben Rhodes before that, Enfinger, Austin Hill, uh, Johnny Saunter, Kaz Grala, Tyler Reddick, like, you know, not names that are in there now. So that means that there's an opportunity for some of these guys to end up and uh, step up and win this race. Yes, exactly. All right, Rod, next up for me, I'm going to jump over to Corey Roper, top five finish. 11 to 1. Corey Roper, another person we don't talk about a lot, right? Definitely not someone who comes up much. Hasn't made, uh, doesn't, you know, owns this truck, doesn't always start in this truck, kind of here and there when they make the starts, but pick the super speedways for a reason because it gives them a chance. Last time Roper started at Daytona, third place finish. That's inside the top five. So already finished inside the top five last time. You still get them at 11 to 1. I think there's really good value there. Only has three career starts at Daytona, third, 14th, and 20th. Again, running at the end of these, getting to the end, being in the mix. Sure, you could say 14th. Well, that's not a top five. Last time I checked, that is correct. It's not a top five. But if you're in 14th with two or three laps to go on a super speedway, it doesn't take that much to get to fifth. There's a wreck. Even if there's not a wreck, you get in the line that has to run. You know, people get out of line and, and lose space. It, it moves quickly. Two starts at Talladega. A sixth place there as well. 
and a 22nd in the other one. So Roper, again, not a ton of experience on the super speedways, but has been very solid in them. A guy that's good at taking care of his truck, good at getting there to the end. 11-1 for a top five for Corey Roper, I think is good value. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not going to argue with that one. And this is, like you said, the the series where we're going to take some of these longer shots to to do well, much like the Cup Series, because with the Cup Series, we know that the aggressive uh, the aggressive list aggressiveness ramps up. I was going to say the aggression level and the aggressiveness, but those two words don't go together. Uh, so the aggression level intensifies uh, when it comes to the the Cup level, and then of course just the inexperience of the truck series drivers a lot of times causes a lot of these wrecks. So uh, it definitely could be beneficial to some of these back marker guys normally, or even guys that run well that know how to stay out of that uh, mess until the very end. Speaking of one of those guys, Johnny Sauter. That is one of those guys who basically knows how to stay out of trouble until it is time to not. Um, although you would look at his track record uh, on Daytona and it kind of doesn't tell that same story, but it sort of is that same story. He does have two wins on this track in 2016 and 2018 uh, in, in Gallagher equipment. Uh, but the last few years have not necessarily been the nicest to him uh, on these on this track. He did start on the pole in 2021, but unfortunately uh, couldn't get his, his truck fixed in time to uh, continue the race, so he got DVP'd, finished 27th, and then in 2022, he ended up starting 36th, or and then finishing 34th because of electrical problems after finishing just 60 laps of the 100, but Johnny Sauter, again, one of those guys, I'm going to actually take him as a top five car at plus 650, uh, and and really, again, it's because he does know how to navigate his way around this as well and and find his way to a decent finish. Like I said, a seventh place finish in 2020. He won in two of those races. He's got a win in 2013. Uh, 2014, he, he finished third. So again, he's in that 45 truck this week. So it'll be, you know, him running around in the Nice equipment. And we know that Nice has good equipment, right? With a host of our was was in nice equipment last year so i gotta tell you I, I i give him all the credit in the world for driving a decent truck and knowing how to do it plus the dude's been in the series forever so he's that's what, I, that's what i was just gonna bring up we were talking yesterday about veteran guys right he made his first xfinity series start 2001 he's people forget how good johnny Sauter has been in the truck series 24 wins 2016 champion 186 top tens in his truck series career He's, he's a good driver. I know he's at the tail end now and kind of just piecing together rides, but uh, he still shows up pretty good. And, and again, that veteran prowess, he's been on this track in this series. He's been in the Cup Series. He's been all three series. Uh, he knows how to, to maneuver around this and, and get those good finishes. Say hello to Erica. Hello, Rob and Cody. Hello, Erica. Hey, Erica. How's it going? Ty no, Gibbs no not Ty in the series. In the, in the truck series, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't... I don't think Ty's ever started a truck race, actually, because he went straight to the Xfinity Series. I'd like to see Ty get some truck time. Maybe in a couple, you know, I think they need to focus on him in the Cup Series for a couple of years. Let's get him back in the Truck Series. I think I think that'd be a lot of fun. He could jump in that Tricon number one truck. That'd be be a perfect spot for uh, for him to jump in. Speaking of the Tricon number one truck, Rod, <laughs> I didn't even plan that. Look at, look at how good that worked out. That was so nice. Uh, Tony Bredinger. She is going to be making the start here in the truck series uh, in that number one Tricon truck. I like her for a top five, nine to one. Um, look, 
going to be honest with you, she doesn't have a ton of super speedway experience, so it's a little bit of the opposite of what we were just talking about. But roll the dice, crapshoot. Um, she is a great young driver. She's up and coming. Somebody you want to root for. Um, and, and she showed up and, and done fairly decent. She finished ninth place in the ARCA race here last season, which if you can survive to the end of that ARCA race, Rod, <laughs> that shows a lot about you because you think the truck series is a mess. Go watch the ARCA race. Um, pretty crazy. But um, she's she's just a really good up-and-coming uh, young driver. You know, She formerly held the, the women's USAC wins record. It just got broken, I think, last season. But um, she's been a great driver coming up through the ranks. Again, only a couple of truck series starts under her belt. Got to see her last season at uh, Kansas Speedway in both the ARCA and the truck race. She did really well in both of those. Uh, definitely a driver I've got circled to continue watching as she makes starts in this in this one Tricon truck, which we've seen is a strong truck um, and, and has had you know solid runs with other people in the past. I think nine to one, she could be kind of that sleeper where no real, not a ton of experience, so nobody's really sure. You kind of take a longer shot on her. She just stays out there, stays clean, shows up at the end of the day, snags the top five. So give me Tony Bredinger finishing the top five at uh, nine to one over on Caesars. Well, and the fact that she really isn't going to be driving a full season and and needs these spot starts to do well and go well for her. And, and you're right, the equipment's there. It's just can she drive it? That's the question. And I think I think you're right. I think she can. And and in a race like this, you just got to find the right friends. And stick with them long enough and stay out of trouble. And, and really, anybody can do that. So uh, this is a great, great opportunity for you as a rookie to get your feet wet and get a, you know, get some some drive time. But at the same time, it's also a learning experience and how to uh, cope with all of the the craziness that goes on around you. Dos Flacco's checking and saying, no worries, we've got Timu, Ty Gibbs. We've got Ty Dillon instead. It's a little <laughs> rough, but I think that's funny. That is actually hilarious. When you order Ty Gibbs on Timu, you get Ty Dillon. It's... You get Ty Dillon instead. So there you go, Erica. <laughs> Ty Dillon can be your truck guy for the week. <laughs> oh, my God. I've never ordered anything from that. I, if you want to sponsor us, Timu, I will I will by all means start using your app for good. But, uh, yeah. That's great. <laughs> all right. Uh, speaking of Timu uh, impersonations of things, I've got Tanner Gray to finish as a top three car, who's a Timu version of his brother Taylor, even though Tanner's older. Oh, what? Oh my sorry. goodness! What a segue! That was beautiful. I, I love it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tanner. As I was an... kind of wondering. I'm like, yeah, okay. How's he tying this in there? And then, boom! You hit it. It was perfect. Uh, well, I would love to have a beer with you, Tanner. I'm an older sibling too, so I know how that feels. Uh, but I'm going to take you as a top three driver this week. So that should make a uh, the sting of being a Timu partner better. Uh, at twelve to one, uh, Tanner Gray as a top three truck in this race. Uh, listen, it, it's, we talked about it too when we were making our picks as far as, uh, we're not going to be bringing up Tanner's name very often, but at Daytona over the last two seasons, he's got a fourth place finish and a second place finish. Dude's actually been on fire here over the last couple of seasons. So whatever it is about Daytona, whatever it is about him and, and, and feeling himself, it doesn't really translate to other super speedways. In fact, don't look if you if you have a weak stomach and and uh, have just eaten lunch and you can't keep it down. Don't look at his Talladega stats because that will not encourage you to place this bet. But I do like the twelve to one aspect of it. In fact, don't even look at his as Atlanta stats either. Uh, not very good. But there's something special about Daytona, especially over the last couple of seasons for Tanner Gray. Uh, so if you're keeping up with that seventeen truck, not the fifteen. You, you watch the 15 too, I'm sure. But the 17 truck, I'm sorry, no, it's a 15 truck. Oh my God, Tanner, I'm sorry. I got you mixed up with your brother. How often does that happen? 
Keep Don't an eye. Watch this truck. Watch. Wait a minute. Watch that truck. Never mind. Watch the 15 truck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, Tanner. Uh, watch. <laughs> this is probably what they get all uh, every day. Tanner. No, I mean Taylor. I mean, Especially shut up. When you're, why, why all these names got to be so close? Tanner, Taylor. It's so they're so similar. Like, what about Bob and Joe? So they're just opposite. <laughs> well, watch the 15 truck. And you can watch the 17 too, but make sure you're watching that 15 truck as it goes around. I think by the end of the day, it will actually park itself inside of the top three. I mean, hell, he may win, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. I'll at least give him a top three finish at uh, 12 to 1 uh, to, to finish the Daytona 500 in the top three. Not the Daytona, but the, you know what I mean. Cody, when I do this, you're supposed to save me. Come on, man. The fresh from Florida 250. Yes, that thing. God. <laughs> Next up for me. <laughs> A guy, <laughs> we're just going to move on from that. <laughs> this is one I really, really love. This is a guy I love targeting um, when we come to Super Speedways. I mentioned him in the you know fantasy game earlier. I wanted to plug him in right away. Brett Holmes, he is a very, very good Super Speedway racer. One truck series started Daytona, 14th place. Again, that's a solid enough finish. Hanging around, still there at the end. That's a positive. Three starts at Talladega, has a 15th and a 16th place. And then Roddy has a third-place finish, which if you'll remember, that's the Matt DiBenedetto-Talladega win, where it was DiBenedetto, it was Rhodes, and it was Brett Holmes. Nobody was really sure who won when the yellow light came out, why NASCAR even threw the yellow flag and should have let him go. I did catch top five on him that day. It was bigger than this number. Fortunately, they've learned a little bit, and the numbers come down. But that was a great day. Um, so, yeah, he had a third-place finish in that one. Could have been a win if if the caution flag had come out a, you know, a second later or whatever the case might have been. One started at the new Atlanta, 13th place finish. Again, all of his starts, you know, it's only five starts in the truck series on super speedways, but all five of them have been 15th place or 16th place rather, or better finishing these races, getting to the end. That's what's important. Brett Holmes, top five, seven to one. Yeah, we talk a lot about him in that aspect as, as far as being one of those guys that we're going to take a shot on. And, of course, we probably won't. No matter how many starts he ends up making, we probably may not talk about him again until the next Super Speedway, until the next Next whatever. week at Atlanta. Yeah, next week at Atlanta. Yeah, exactly. Okay, we'll bring him up again next week at Atlanta. Uh, but just make sure you don't ask me which gray I'm, I'm tailing this week because I almost I already forgot. Like, whatever. It's it's a T gray. Uh, Even. The duels do not start in five minutes. No, I don't no, think. no, no, not Gotta five minutes. Not. I think I think we're going another hour in five minutes is when the yeah I think they're start. yeah because they're at six central I believe or yeah, yeah six central yeah so, for for my time yeah. we got one more hour Stephen yeah so don't hang scare with me us like that. I thought we we're gonna have to end the show early so I can go watch <laughs> I know well uh, and the rest of our picks are in and thank God everybody goes <laughs> here's the rest the of them okay have a good day and one two three four five uh all right well speaking of another pick I'm going to make I'm going to take Christian Eckes. I had to find a way to get in on him because his odds are so short all over the place uh, for anything. You know, anytime you look up a Christian Eckes, you're just like, okay, well, uh, I mean, I, I think I'm going to give him out later. Uh, no, yeah, I am, but there's a there's a reason I'm giving him out later because that odd is, is pretty good. But I will start with taking him as the winner of Group F over on Caesars. Uh, and Group F is actually, it's not, I don't know, it's not a stacked group, but it's not like a... A uh, not stack group. It's got Ben Rhodes, it's got Grant Enfinger, and it's got Ty Majeski. So Christian Eckes is at plus 220 to win that group. Uh, he is the favorite to win it, which is weird because they've got Ben Rhodes over him at plus 260. It's a, I don't know if they're doing a uh, alphabetical thing or whatever. So uh, yeah, plus 220 for Christian Eckes to win group F. But listen, Christian Eckes uh, on this track in particular, 
is somebody I'm I'm targeting. Uh, or, and so I feel like to me, when we talk about Ben Rhodes, yeah, okay, great. You know, he, we we think he's going to pop up and have a decent race every now and again, but I still don't think it's going to be this one. But when you look at what Eckes has done over the last couple of seasons on this track, two third place finishes, very very difficult. For any of these other guys, maybe Grant Enfinger may be the only other one that I would feel a little bit scared of. But over the last few races for Grant Enfinger in 2021, 11th place, 2022, 29th place in 2023, 5th place, which if you're keeping score is not as good as 3rd place. So again, Grant Enfinger would be the only one out of this group that I'd be scared of that could beat him. We've already counted out Ty Majeski. I am so sorry for all you Ty Majeski truthers out there. Uh, but, you know, this is a super speedway race in which I'm not necessarily putting any faith in Majeski. Uh, so, I don't know. Again, Christian Eck is now in that 19 truck. I feel like it's going to be a good, solid run for him. Uh, we saw what Enfinger did last year in that 19. He was a solid championship contender week after week. So, uh, yeah, give me Christian Eck to win this group out of Ben Rhodes, Grant Enfinger, and Ty Majeski at plus 220. I like it. Uh, ben Rhodes is the one who scares me because he's really good at these super speedway races. But as we know, anything can happen. So uh, Eckes, man, he could kick off. I think he's going to have a very, very strong season. Could kick it off this weekend for sure. Rod, time for the truck lift. Instead of a car lift, we're going to do a truck lift. Oh, Love yeah, it. buddy. My guy, Spencer Boyd. This is a guy, another guy. I've got these guys you circle every time we come to these super speedways and it's not just to keep giving out the same guy and hope you hit them eventually. It's because these are the guys that have made me money. They continue to make me money. Rod, I believe the biggest NASCAR bet that I've ever hit before was on Spencer Boyd. I think it was roughly 150 to 1 when he won at Talladega in 2019, which was an absolutely glorious day. So I've bet on him ever since. Um, he's a guy we've been given out a few times and he hasn't made the race. Uh, I don't. I'm not sure. I don't really know who's on the bubble for not making this one, so we'll have to keep an eye on that. Just keep that in mind. He's with a new team, right? He started his own team, the 76 car, um, so I don't know if they bought any owner points or anything, but if Spencer Boyd makes the race, he is going to be a factor. Four Daytona starts in the truck series, 11th, 13th, 19th, and 4th place, um, so getting that top five already there. Four Talladega starts, 13th, a 38th, so got caught up in a wreck, right? seventh and of course that win back in 2019 right of course i already had spencer boyd on my list here i was planning on betting him i was planning on riding the the truck lift all the way to the top and i got a, a text from a source this week um quote unquote all of spencer boyd's eggs are in the daytona basket they are going all in to win this bad boy and i think that spencer boyd could get it done so let's tell you what the numbers are top five 11 to 1. We're going to take that. We're going to move move the lift on up. 30 to 1 to be in the top three. 70 to 1 to be the top finishing Chevrolet. Again, a lot of Chevrolets in this thing. I get it, but he's won a race before. He's finished third in a race before. He's gotten good, strong finishes. He can do it. 70 to 1. 150 to 1, just like I hit back in 2019. We're going to do it again this weekend with Spencer Boyd. Take that beautiful number 76 truck to victory lane at Daytona and, uh, and cash that 150 to one to win. Woo. That is a pretty hefty truck lift, but again, a fun one. That is going to be uh, a fun one to watch. Listen, I can't even argue with you. Obviously we, we talk about anything can and will happen. And we've watched Spencer Boyd do very well anytime that he's in that truck. So 
yeah, definitely love it. Love the truck lift. I'll go with you on that one all the way up. Um, all right. Speaking of that, I'm going to take the winning truck number because what good would it be if I did not take the winning truck number? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take the over on this one. 22 and a half is the line, is the number that it's set at. I believe, Cody, that uh, your 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 Spencer Boyd is well above that. So Number 76, baby. There you go. So if he wins this that's, race. That's another addition to the truck lift, then. Well, I'll be I winning truck number over. Uh, but it's minus 120. That's difficult uh, to. to that's, that's the bottom floor. you got to start somewhere. Yeah, right? yeah, you yeah. Work yeah. your way up. So minus 120 for the winning card number over 22 and a half. Listen, just numerically speaking, there's 23 cars above the 22 and a half. There is only 15 below. So you're getting... Which is so opposite from the other series. Like, mm -hmm. the, the Cup Series is very... I mean, almost every single number underneath that is taken other than, like, two of them. And in Xfinity, same thing. A lot of low numbers. You know, the entire junior motorsports stable is under. Most of the... Uh, well, not so much. anymore. Most of the JGR still is under there, like, a ton. But in the Truck Series... There's some bigger numbers in the trucks. There really are. And that's the thing, too, where you talk about most of the Thor Sports stable is all above that yep. number, right? The only one below it right now is Jake Garcia with the 13. You got both of the Nice trucks. Oh, well, actually, all three of the Nice trucks in this one. Uh, you got McAnally with Daniel Dye in there. Uh, but really, ultimately, it's Ben Rhodes, Ty Majeski, right, or two of the heavy hitters. Crafton is down there. Jack Wood is over there. Spencer Boyd. Uh, Friesen, long time. Johnny Sauter is there as well. Uh, you, Brett Holmes, which you talked about. Ty Dillon actually is in that mix as well, uh, which we haven't even talked about yet. But there's a lot of heavy hitters. And it's not to say that there's not some heavy hitters above that number either, right? You've got Sanchez in there. You've got LaJoy. You've got Enfinger, Heim, Garcia, both Grays and Ankrum and Eckes. But again, you statistically speaking, there's more no, there's more trucks above those numbers. And if a lot of these guys are running around the front and somebody decides they want to get chippy and take everybody out, one of these other cars are going or trucks is going to be right there behind them ready to swoop in. So, um I'm going to take my chances on on statistically what's best. And then, like we talked about in the Xfinity series yesterday, if you find an outright that you like that's that's a bigger number, then take that too, right? You take this, cover yourself for more than half of the field, and then in the end, just take an outright that if it hits and it's not one of these 15 drivers that are under that number, if that one hits, then you're happy either way. Bingo. You nailed it. I love it. So, uh, all right. Well, that is that. I think all that's left now, Cody, is to find out who we think is going to win this fresh from Florida 250, and the picture creeps in. Rod Corey Joy is going to be racing <laughs> in the Truck Series race. If you thought Corey Joy was going to be in a super speedway race and not get bet on by myself, you were wrong. Didn't take the truck lift. His numbers are pretty small for the top fives, and he's he's high up there, right? But 13 to 1 to win this race. That's a ridiculous number for the only he's the only Cup Series guy in this race, right? And he's a Cup Series veteran. He's been doing it a long time. Look. If you've not heard me talk about how good Corey LaJoy is in super speedways, you've obviously never listened to one of these podcasts before because that's all I talk about. He's so fucking good at super speedways. And Roddy was in this race last season. Um, the the rain came on Friday night last year, and that's where we really battled it. And, and it was start and stop, start and stop. And we got to the last restart, and he started the last restart in the pole, made a mistake, missed a block. There was a quick caution for rain. The race ended. Zane Smith won it, but Corey led a ton of laps. He was up front throughout the race. 
fully expect that from him again. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he leads the most laps, if he's kind of the Pied Piper, you know, leading everyone in this race this weekend, and hopefully they won't have to deal with rain in this one at least. But you go back through his Cup Series stuff, 10th, 16th, there was a 30th in there, but 14th, 16th, 9th and 21, and 8th and 22, or in 20, rather, in the 500, 6th place back in 2019. Um, old-fashioned football wants to know if I like LaJoy's driving or hair more. It is a tie. Both are beautiful. Uh, his Chili's car, he's racing on Sunday. My God, it's gorgeous. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm not going to, I don't need to give any more Corey LaJoy stats. He's really good. Super speedways. You know I'm always going to be on him. I can't believe he's 13 to 1. Take advantage because uh you're getting you're getting a nice deal on the only Cup Series guy in the field and a Cup Series guy who is really, really strong at super speedways. Oh, we're gonna have to find out. Oh, it's too bad the odds are down right now. We're gonna have to find out what the Corey LaJoy parlay is, Rod. Uh Corey LaJoy to win the truck series race, Corey LaJoy to win the Cup Series race. I will share that in the Discord later this evening. Um, I gave out a, a huge DGEN's only parlay yesterday with Riley Herbst. We're doing it with Corey LaJoy as well. Again, a couple bucks on that. You could win a lot of money. So uh, Corey LaJoy, 13 to 1. I then went over to Timu. I made a purchase. Um, <laughs> they had Ty Gibbs on there. I bought Ty Gibbs. Uh, just opened up the package right before he came down here. Ty Dillon was actually in the box instead of Ty Gibbs. So I decided I'll take him. And uh, give me Ty Dillon to win this race, 18 to 1. Uh, Dos Flacos with the yes. Yeah, nobody saw that coming, did they? Uh, dude, I love Ty Dillon. He's a really, really good super speedway guy. We've seen it for years in the Cup Series in all these shitty cars, the 77, the 13, whatever. He just keeps getting all these really good finishing finishes, winning DFS lineups for us, cashing top fives, cashing top tens. Dude is really good. You go back to his Truck Series days been a few years since he started in the truck series ride and those were rcr trucks but he's going to be in the 24 truck which we know is you know the rackley war truck is a very solid truck matt benedetto won was that last year i think it was last year uh where he won the truck series race at talladega in that truck so we know that truck can get it done we know ty Dillon can get it done three daytona starts in the truck series 11th 6th and 9th again right there in the mix finishing all of them up front two talladega starts a fourth place and a 14th place start or finish in the Cup Series, he's got 23 starts at Daytona. Again, no longer a full-time Cup Series guy, but he is a veteran of the Cup Series, has been around a long time. He's got 12 top 12 finishes and 23 Cup Series starts at Daytona. And as I wrote here on my notes, yes, I do. I have old-school paper notes. That's how I keep things. Um, he's mostly been in shitty equipment for all those, as I mentioned before. Um and so, yeah, it's just Ty Dillon very, very good on the super speedways. I think he can get it done. Um, and then, Rod, 65 to 1, Brad Holmes. Talked about him a few minutes ago. Almost cashed big for us at Talladega by almost winning that race last season. I think he gets it again. Uh, Dos Flaco says he's been blazing in practice, too. And practice speeds really don't mean anything at Daytona, to be honest with you. But good to see, anyways. Um, Brad Holmes, 65 to 1. I talked about him a couple minutes ago when I gave out his top five, but. I like him to be uh, the long shot guy that could maybe get this win done if if Spencer Boyd doesn't, of course. Uh, so yeah, give me Brett Holmes as my other pick. Woof. Again, Cody loading up the box for the winners 
of the super speedway races here. Uh, all right, I too will give out three winners because I got to keep up with the Joneses at this point. Uh, I told you earlier of uh, Christian Eckes and why I think uh, it was a little, I don't know how I didn't want to take him as a winner, but then Caesar said, you know what, we'll boost you. So plus 950 for Christian Eckes to win this race at plus 950. Uh, like I said, two third-place finishes in a row the last couple of seasons. Zane Smith no longer in the series, which bumps him up to second. I believe that he could beat Tanner Gray in a head-to-head at the end of it. Uh, obviously, new equipment for Christian Eckes, but the same driver, the same intensity. And I'll tell you right now, I'm, I'm confident in his abilities. It's, it's the same equipment, Rob. Oh, that's right. His... He was was in the 19 last year. Yeah, he was in the 19 (laughs) last year. God bless it, Rod. So even better than different equipment. He's back in it. He's back (laughs) in it. Uh, Again, I I really, I believe that Christian Eckes is in for a better season. So I I like this plus 90 for him over there to win the race. And then I tossed this one in because I talked myself into it. Johnny Sauter, 33 to 1 uh, over on Caesars as well to win this. We talked about him just a little bit ago too. Being there, being there at the end being able to to win three of these races already uh, at, on this speedway. And who knows, you know, maybe he just needed that extra veteran hook. When you look at this track and you look at, like, the top 10 numbers for who who has the most top 10s on this track as a driver, uh, it's it's crazy because it goes Matt Crafton, Todd Bodine, and then Johnny Sauter, right? That, and that's the active drivers on that list. That's, I mean, obviously we know that Todd Bodine – isn't racing these truck series, especially now uh, in this race. And Matt Crafton has nine. So he's the only other one. Johnny Sauter has six top tens. And top fives, it's almost the same type of situation where Sauter has four top five finishes, which is third on the list behind Tom Bodine and Kyle Busch. So of the, of the drivers that are active right now, he's one of the more successful drivers on this track. So if he can finish within the top five in this, I believe he can actually win. So... Um, give me, give me Johnny Sauter to win this one at 33 to one. It's a good possibility. And then Jake Garcia just kind of tossing in that 13 Thor sport truck. We know that Rhodes is good. We know that Majeski is good. We know that equipment is good. So, I mean, at 35 to one, get get that championship run started early. Might as well. Right. I mean, this is a name we're going to be talking about quite a bit. So I think it, it may start with that. And we know that, listen, the 13 equipment's good. Haley drove it last year and, and she drove it well. But, you know, Jake Garcia. It's going to be a totally different truck with Garcia. It's going to be a totally different truck. And I think we're going to see we're going to see that. And 35 to 1, they're banking off of what happened last year. They're banking off. And then maybe even they're banking off of what the 13 did last season as well. But that's that's and, a little and oversight. And Garcia hasn't. He didn't even start this race last no. year because he wasn't old, wasn't old enough. Not right? even old enough. Chase yeah. Elliott was in the truck. Uh, oh, like it. Uh, Dos Flacos, love the Dylan and Sauter plays, boys. Dos Flacos. Uh, give me Dylan and Sauter both over time of Jeske too. I know he'll like that. So uh, <laughs> got to toss that out there. Ash doing the legwork across the pond for us. Thanks, buddy. How about LaJoy to win the trucks parlayed with a top three, top five, and top 10 in the 500? Yes, please. And then says parlay to win both 875 or 900 to one. Wow. Yes, please. Those Flacco's hitting unsubscribe. <laughs> just he just, kidding. He just yes. wants to subscribe again so he can, uh, you know, get yeah, the get in the contest. <laughs> Love it. Um, all right. I think it is time to go over all of the plays for the day. So take out your pen and paper. We're going to hit you with the bets that we have made for the fresh from Florida 250. Cody started you out with Timmy Hill to finish in the top five at 17 to one and threw in the top Toyota for Timmy as well at 16 to one. 
I gave you Tyler Ankrum as a top five truck at plus 400. Cody gave you Corey Roper, Cody, Corey, uh, Roper at a top five truck at 11 to 1. I said Johnny Sauter would be a top five truck at plus 650. Cody gave you Tony Bredinger at top five car truck at plus 900. I said that Tanner Gray would be in the top three, the 15 truck at 12 to 1. And then Cody tossed in Brett Holmes as a top five truck at seven to one. I said that Christian Eckes would win in group F with most of the Thor sport guys and somebody else and finger threw in there, whatever. I don't care what, who's in that group. He's still going to win it at plus two twenty. Cody gave you Spencer Boyd on the truck lift 11 to one top five, 30 to one top three, 70 to one top Chevy and 151 to win this race. I said the winning truck would come from outside of the 22 and a half number on the other side of that at minus 120. And then Cody gave you Corey LaJoy at 13 to one, Ty Dillon at 18 to one and Brett Holmes at 65 to one to win. I said Christian Eckes with that plus 950 boost over on Caesars would be the winner. Johnny Sauter would be another one at 33 to 1, and Jake Garcia at 35 to 1 to win this race. Cody, trucks are there right now, rolling around, trying to make us look smart or dumb at the same time. We got a race in an hour here, Rod, Oof, coming up. Man. The duels, make sure you check those out. Gonna be a fun, fun weekend. Oh, if, if Mother Nature holds out, We've got racing tonight, tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday. It's so it's so beautiful. It's back. We're fully into the swing of things. I love it. Oh, we made it through three pick shows this week. We already got underdog picks out there as well. Now we go find out uh, who's how this Daytona 500 lineup gets set. We can come back tomorrow and uh, make some Millie Maker lineups. Oof, man, that's gonna be. So, I know, right? We get to actually make them as we know what's going on. That's yes. gonna be. Yeah, amazing. we usually. I mean, usually when we do our DFS show, right? You don't find out till till Saturday or later, and so we do our DFS show during the week. You don't really know all the details as far as starting lineup and everything. We'll have the full gamut of knowledge. It's gonna be beautiful. It'll be absolutely beautiful. So, all right, then until tomorrow, let's uh, bid everybody adieu today and send everybody on their way. Thank you all for joining us. Thanks to this chat. This chat's been blowing up. I love you guys. Yes. This is so fantastic. We've been doing all of these live. We're going to continue to do them live all season, and you guys have made this such an enjoyable experience. So thank you for that. And uh, thank you just for listening overall. For those of you who aren't in the, in the chat, we still appreciate you. I'm sure you're yelling at us from your car or your run or whatever it is you're doing uh, at the time. We appreciate that as well because I know I do the Thank same you. thing. Yep, I, same. Big podcaster here. Listen to a lot of stuff. So appreciate it whenever, wherever you can listen. Uh, thank you very much. Make sure you get into the Daytona 500 contest. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Daytona. That'll get you over there. Just got to be subscribed to the YouTube channel, which you should be anyways. Make that Daytona 500 pick to win. And uh, yeah, let's go, let's go make some money. Indeed. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, Cody, let everybody know where they can find you on social media then. Follow me on the X at Husker underscore Z. Find all my work over there. And uh, follow the show as well at NASCAR Gameboy. Follow me on X at RJ Via Gomez. Link in the bot. Everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's in between media. Got the back road on tomorrow or tonight, depending on when you listen. I don't run your life, whatever. Uh, and then, of course, check out my sportsbook review article on Daytona. Have some fun tomorrow with the DFS show. Close out the week strong. So we'll see you then. Until then, let's go racing. Let's let it ride, man. I'm loving this. Let it ride. Let it ride.